0: Hi, my name is Chris Duran, the voice of Schroeder on Charlie Brown's Christmas, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond.
1: On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now... Here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us once again for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak, and this is episode 529 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond, as I promised, we have a very special Christmas guest with us. We have Chris Doran. Who was the original voice of Schroeder in the classic Christmas special, Charlie Brown Christmas? Now, Chris is going to be joining us and he's got a lot to say about what was going on back then. He tells us what went on behind the scenes and it's going to fascinate you. It's a really good story. And uh, Chris is a great guy. So uh, hope you'll listen into that. It's coming up in a few minutes. But right now, let's get ready for Remake Madness or on screen and beyond. <laughs> try again. Remake Madness, it looks like Netflix has gained the rights to the remake of All Quiet on the Western Front, which will star Daniel Bruhl, and the original was a 1930 Academy Award winner. And a remake of The Green Hornet is in the works. It will be called The Green Hornet and Cato from Universal. Now, if you remember, we had an interview a long time ago with uh, the original TV Green Hornet, uh, Van Williams, and uh, you can check that out in our uh, our archives. And uh, Seth MacFarlane is developing a reboot remake of the 1980s Revenge of the Nerds he will produce for 20th Century Studios. And that's it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. upcoming new movies, Chris Pratt will star in a karate comedy called The Black Belts. There's no release date yet but it will most likely be sometimes in 2022 at the earliest. And Naomi Aki, who has appeared in Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, will star as Whitney Houston in the biopic slated for Thanksgiving of 2022. The film will be called I Want to Dance with Somebody. And Chris Pine is in Talks to star in Paramount's Dungeons & Dragons, and the release is scheduled now for May 27th, 2022. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Take you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. Sequel City, well, 20 years later, Gremlins 3 is going to be made, and the fuzzy little creatures are on their way back. And director Patty Jenkins, who gave us Wonder Woman, will be directing Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Look for that in 2023. And it looks like Doctor Strange 2 will bring Rachel McAdams back as Night Nurse. And that's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as TV on DVD? <laughs> TV on DVD. Well, The Twilight Zone Season 2 flies onto DVD on January 12th. And on uh, December twenty second, Grey's Anatomy: Complete Fourteenth Season will hit DVD. And December nineteenth, Battlestar Galactica: The Complete Series will land on DVD. And this is the Edward James Olmos version. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on onscreen to be on, Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Movies on DVD, it looks like Kevin Costner and Diane Lane will star in Let Him Go on Blu-ray and DVD on February 21st. And March 9th, you can get Rent-A-Pal with Will Wheaton. And the comedy The Climb comes to Blu-ray and DVD on January 19th. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. 19th, Casper is re-released on Blu-ray. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up... TV and entertainment time, it looks like NBC is working on a sequel series of Night Court. John Larroquette will return and star as Dan Fielding, and the show will follow the daughter of Judge Harry Stone, and she is now a judge. And Sebastian Stan of Captain America Civil War fame and Lily James of Downton Abbey fame will play Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson in a limited series on Hulu. That ought to be something. And uh, the summer of 2021 will bring us a remake of Fantasy Island on Fox. The original ran for 7 seasons back in 1979 to 84. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen and Beyond, it's time for Chris Duran to join us here. He was the voice of Schroeder on the classic Christmas special, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Chris Duran next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Today on On Screen and Beyond, we are joined by a voice actor who we all hear each year around Christmas in the beloved Christmas special, A Charlie Brown Christmas. He voiced the role of Schroeder. It's Christopher Doran. Christopher, welcome to On Screen and Beyond.
0: Hi, it's a pleasure to be with you.
1: Uh, now, do you prefer Chris or Christopher.
0: Most people call me Chris. That's fine.
1: Okay, Chris. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a pleasure to have you on because uh, it, even though you don't sound, you you sound nothing like you did back then. I'll tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> that's for sure. Yes, a couple of things have changed in those years. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: but every year now, do you watch a Charlie Brown Christmas every year?
0: Um, at this point, it's not something that I I will go out of my way to see. I think inevitably I I, I tend to run across it, or I get a mention from one of my daughters about it. So, uh, and this is an odd year because for the first time, it won't be on television. It's uh, only available through Apple Plus.
1: Yeah. So, how does it feel to be involved with a uh, a special like that 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 is, you know, just so loved?
0: Um, it, it, it's something that, at the time, I can promise you that nobody, absolutely nobody, involved in that project had any idea that this would take place. So, as as time has progressed, and it has been something that people have truly enjoyed, and it's a part of their holiday celebration, and they share with their families, it it has been a gratifying feeling. It's good to know that you've you've you know, however you managed to do it, you've done something that's. Uh, You know, been something joyful and nice for people to to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, now how
1: old were you when you did the voice recordings?
0: I was in fifth grade, so where's that put me? About ten, I'm going to guess. Uh huh. Okay. And um, it was an interesting way that that came about. Um, You, if you've done your research, you probably researched how Lee Mendelson had gone about the project of uh, trying to find voices and put this whole the whole charlie bound thing together and um it turned out that they were looking they wanted authentic kid voices they didn't want child actors if you will they wanted it to come across as the way the kids sound Mm -hmm. so they were somewhat perplexed and trying to find out And they were looking and not having a lot of success when at one point um the uh lee mendelson was also the cub scout master for his son and Glenn and a number of other kids, and he just had a moment where he's sitting there, goes, oh man, there's a bunch of kids here. Why don't I voice test them? Hmm. So he asked a number of kids in the group to to give it a try, and nobody involved really knew that much about it. And being kids, what am I doing? Why am I doing this type of thing? So they, you know, they had some kind of just uh, you know voice checks, and I happened to be one of the people that they selected. So.
1: He, he didn't even put his son in.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> he, he did, I believe, put one of his put his daughter in, oh, really? Yes,
1: yeah, yes. oh, yes, Karen. okay. I see it right here yes. in front of me.
0: and And so uh, uh, so he, he had tested, you know, just a number, and then you know, this person he felt would be good for this role or this role or this role. So hmm. uh, when we started off, nobody really felt that you know didn't really know what you were doing with it,
1: yeah. so you were not an actor. No, you had never done anything, and then they just turned around. No, at ten years old, how did you think? You know, how did you feel when they all of a sudden they say, "Oh, you're going to do an animated movie or show?"
0: Well, it was interesting because at that, you know, back at that time, the the way that Charlie Brown Christmas came about was that I want to say it was that one of the companies. I almost want to say it was like Hostess or somebody. They what they would do is they would ask somebody to make a show so that they could sponsor it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, they were approaching and wanted to see if there was something to be done with Peanuts. And uh, Lee Mendelssohn said, absolutely, we can do it. He hadn't checked with Charles Schultz yet, (laughs) but he said yes, okay? And so then he went and he talked to Charles Schultz about it, and he came on board for the idea, and uh, they started to work on how to make this all come to life. You have to remember that, Peanuts was really a, a cartoon strip, so it wasn't animated. You know, how are you going to bring these characters to life it was going to be somewhat of the interesting challenge, and uh, so that that's what they were setting out to do. And I think it was meant to only show once, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow! And look at look at what it's done. I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah. uh, being being young, you were. Really not too sure what any of this was going to be or what it meant. You just knew that at some point it would be on TV, and then it was. And you know, you sit with your family and think that's pretty cool. But then, after that is is what I think is really magic about it is it just took on a life of its own. And so people wanted to see it again, and they were clamoring for it. So stations would continue to show it, and it expanded in where it was where it was seen. So it was actually seen all over the world. Yeah.
1: And and that was really the start of all the Peanuts specials, correct?
0: Correct. Yes, I I did voice I want to say Shermie in at least one other um, um, of the uh, Peanuts uh, shows as well. But then tragedy struck as I reached uh, puberty, my voice changed. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> went out in a blaze of glory.
1: Yeah, we've, we, I've had a, a couple of uh, voice actors uh, from, well, from from the Charlie Brown Christmas, in fact, or mm-hmm. from other Charli, uh, Charlie Brown specials, and they all say that, you know, well, it's a very short life on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wh- how did you feel being, you know, I mean, you're 10 years old, so, you know, I don't know if you were thinking of girls at that time, but, you know, basically your character was the love interest of Lucy.
0: Yes, um, I, I did not, at that time, think that much into it, okay, mm-hmm. it wasn't that, I, I wasn't that much engaged into it, because they're doing the recording, and you're just reading your lines, and you're not seeing the whole, the whole picture of how they're going to pull it all together, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was a thing that you felt was fun to do when you, when you're doing it, of course, but um, I just didn't feel like I had any expectations on it being, you know, certainly not taking on the life that it ended up doing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So now, of course, when they do recordings now, sometimes they do them at home, sometimes they have Correct. two people, sometimes they have a group of people. Uh, how mm-hmm. was it? Did they have, like, ten kids in a
0: no, in anyway. this case they broke it up. Uh uh they did the recordings. Uh, Lee Mendelson came over to our house. We didn't live too far away uh from him and uh we just sat sat down in you know, down in my room and he'd walk me through and say, Okay, here's what's gonna happen and here's the lines that you would like to do and we'd do the lines and he'd record it. And uh so I was there, although others went into a studio for their lines. I think that would be more the uh, a couple of the other main characters. Hmm.
1: so you actually you just he recorded at home what on like a, a yes. reel-to-reel back
0: then yes yes wow yes.
1: that's interesting
0: yeah huh
1: you you could never tell <laughs>
0: <I> mean, <laughs> no it, it it turned out just fine and and uh uh you know so i, I it wasn't until many many years later that they had like a, a an anniversary celebration of charlie brown christmas and they had us go down to LA and have a an event together. That I actually got a chance to be face to face with many of the other people that were involved with that project.
1: So you, so you never even saw any of the other kids, like Peter Robbins, or <laughs>
0: no, 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 we didn't see we didn't see any of the other characters until we we did that um, uh, we did that anniversary get together.
1: Wow, that's <laughs> that must have been weird. <laughs>
0: It was interesting. I actually found all the people to be uh, uh, they, each of them was really uh, nice. I it was interesting. The comment that they all came away with was they are really proud to be a part of something that was like this. They they it wasn't an intended consequence, but it just had a magic all its own. And I think all of them shared that that sense of it. it was they were happy that they were a part of it. Yeah. Well, I I was
1: reading some stuff and they, it was saying that um, uh, they the producers were actually kind of wondering if it would even be shown because it uh, it didn't have a, a laugh track, which everything you know has. Correct. And it 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 had. It's not your typical Christmas uh, special, even now or then, uh, because it actually had a religious undertone to it. You're right.
0: And uh, they ran into a lot of headwinds in terms of this, and you know, both in terms of the network whether they felt comfortable in in doing something like this. Or as you mentioned, no laugh track, uh, not using child actors in in, in the voices. Um, the 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 musical score, of course, was which is stellar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was not what was traditional at that time either. Right. And so they they had a lot of selling that they had to do to get that to get that approved but they stuck to their vision and and kudos to them for doing it yeah
1: we'll be back with more of our guests right after this short break another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. I don't know if you know if it was true or not, but uh, they, at one point the studio was not going to show it, but they had already done so much, uh, or the executives rather weren't going to, said that it wasn't going to be shown, but they had already promote it so much that they had to
0: yeah there there was again there was a lot of resistance to it because it wasn't fitting what they considered to be the prototypical kind of show that they would be that they'd have on so it broke a lot of barriers and uh those things whenever that happens it's never usually easy uh you know but again uh you know kudos to all of them for you know staying firm on what their vision was what they wanted what they wanted this to be, yeah, and uh, I think that's why we enjoy it so much now,
1: yeah, and and that just goes to show that the the executives no offense, but they don't know everything,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a fair statement i I think as as you go on in life, what you sometimes realize is is that uh um whenever something comes along it it can be uh, you know something like this, it can be an Elon Musk, it can be a Steve Jobs mm-hmm. You know they got to stay firm to their vision, and and they're going to push through no matter what. Uh, but they they're bumping against uh, the old guard, and yeah. so sometimes uh, you know that's not the easiest thing in the world.
1: Yeah. Did I mean there again? I don't know if you'll know this, but did Charles Charles Schultz have a lot of input into
0: into it? Yeah, he actually. What was interesting the, the thing I recall the most is it, initially he had a lot of trepidation about this. Okay um it was because it was changing from from the two-dimensional format of of you know a cartoon mm-hmm. uh, strip yeah, which is you know has its own art form in in terms of how it's put together and then it, nobody had done this before nobody had converted something into an animated TV show off of a cartoon strip so he wanted to make sure that the characters that really mattered to him Translated across and and worked well. One of the things that, that came out of it was if we'll all know that nobody ever hears an adult voice in, right. in the Charlie Brown. Yeah. Whoa, 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 exactly, <laughs> he, you know that was important to him to pers- you know to kind of maintain this child's view, this child's world uh, of what was going on. So again, they were looking for ways. They were perplexed so how, how do we have the teacher do this, or what can we do if there's an adult? And um, you know, so they were kind of trying to figure it out and innovate this as they went along. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just amazing that uh, it, it is held so strong, and, and, and you watch it, and it's it's not dated, you know? Uh, it's it's almost like they could have you know made it last year, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's, again, a, a tribute to what they wanted to accomplish, because it resonates with with everybody and it just it sticks on message and it's something that we can all understand it's something we can all appreciate yeah so yeah it is timeless yeah.
1: did have besides the um the reunion that you had uh have you ever been you know Friends with any of
0: the people, any of the other people who were involved with the project? I'm actually friends with Glenn Mendelsohn, Lee's son, and Glenn has gone on and and, and kind of taken on his his dad' his, his dad's business, and overseas licensing and rights and everything else to all of this stuff. So we'll stay in touch on uh, on occasion. And uh, but no, the, the 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 others, you know, everybody was so far flung, and then you know, given over time, you're just onto your own things um we haven't we haven't necessarily stayed in touch yeah
1: yeah, yeah. well I, did they <clears throat> did they do anything for the 50th anniversary
0: yeah that's i think what i went down for that's and the one. they did okay. it was also that they were having a new cast uh of of kids at this point though that they were child actors that were going to be taking on new new peanuts um animated uh, Cartoons. So, we had a chance to meet those uh, those young kids that were going to be doing it. Uh, it was good to see everybody. Good to see Lee Mendelson and other people that were responsible for all of this. But uh, yeah, it, it, that was that was a, a, a fun thing to be a part of.
1: Yeah. One thing that surprised me though is uh, that you know there's no credits with who you guys were.
0: There was no. Well, this is interesting. You mentioned that. Um, because, remember, it, 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 in in those days, this wasn't meant to ever really go anywhere. It wasn't meant to be seen again. It was a one-time vehicle to sell a product. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it was really about. It was going to be sponsored by, you know, whomever. And then that was it. No one had any intention and there was nothing at that point where there were reruns and all the other stuff that would go on and, and, and take place. So the idea of Putting that on there, kind of didn't seem like it was. Uh, it, it, it was an afterthought, of course, and so um, you look back on it, and then you see how much everything has changed with credits and all the other stuff that goes with it. Uh, but it was a pretty innocent approach to the whole thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, did you get a you know an acting bite or acting fever when you when you <laughs> did this?
0: I'm not, not really. I mean, it was it was fun when I did these things. I, I didn't, um, it didn't seem like some, I don't think I was acting per se, because I'm doing voice lines, right, so you're not completely in character, mm-hmm. um, you know, but uh, I did, it, what was ironic is that my, my career ended up being in the entertainment business, so hmm. um, I don't know what that had to do with it, but, you know, uh, later on I was able to, I felt, talk with people and. Tell them what had happened and, you know, get along from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Huh. Uh, so with um, – with, with I lost my train of thought of what we were going to – what was I going to ask you there? <laughs> Listening too intently to what you're saying. <laughs>
0: Oh, wow. See, I'm not used to that, okay, with my wife and daughters. Nobody listens to what I say, you know?
1: I know. I have two daughters, too. So
0: (laughs) He seems to be talking.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But then he gets to be the the wah, 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 wah. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: So when you had the voices done, um, was there any possibility, like you said, you did uh, Shermie in another one. Correct. Uh, right. But was there a chance, were any of the others uh, specials made before your voice changed?
0: Uh, like I said, Shermie, I did Shermie, and I want to say I did one other as well. Uh, so, you, you know, I, I think the success of Charlie Brown Christmas is is what had them decide to go into... Let's do something else, you know. We'll do Thanksgiving. We'll do Halloween. We'll do others. Mm. Uh, so the success on Charlie Brown Christmas is is, is what caused those others to happen. Um, and and so you know by the time and again by that time being about ten, a couple of years later, I'm you know going through puberty at that point. So I'm you know I'm out. Yep. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that's short career, you know. But uh, uh, no, and and so it, what was interesting was that it you know it did that what was interesting is it wasn't meant to be what it ended up being it wasn't you know they weren't deciding well we're going to have this wonderful franchise that we're going to build upon and do all this other stuff Mm. it kind of it just came out of it organically
1: yeah yeah Yeah. well Chris it's 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 fascinating to hear what you have you know told us about the the making of the the movie or the not the movie but the TV show and everything Um, but uh, I'd like to finish up with two final questions sure and everybody tells me this is the toughest one I ask. so I don't I don't know <laughs> you decide that <laughs> but taking us away from uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas but when you sit back and relax now what do you watch on TV now and in the past what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past and what are your favorite movies now and of
0: the past wow okay <laughs> that is a tough one um <laughs> In the past, um, I, I think like like so many people, television has television changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I think growing up when I was young, Star Trek oh, would yeah. be, you know, we we all watched those those 60s shows, you know, and you'd see all these other things, and that was, uh, you know, outer space and all this other stuff was very fascinating to me growing up. And um, so th- those are, you know, obviously still big things today. So I get a kick out of it watching uh, my daughter's watching Star Trek reboots and all this other stuff, and you think back to when they all started. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as what I watch today, uh, again, I've been in the entertainment business with movies for over 30 years, so uh, I've seen a lot uh, of of things, and I can go anywhere in in range from something like serious dramas. could be Last Mile. It could be, you know... Braveheart, it can be Saving Private Ryan. You know, go through a whole list of those. Mm-hmm. I, I could sit down. I absolutely cannot pass John Wick movies when I see them. Really? Yeah. So I'm all, I'm all over the map in terms of 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 what I enjoy and what I watch. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I try to keep open to things as as much as I can.
1: Yeah. I got one more question. Um, mm-hmm. I almost forgot about this one. I I, I had read that um, Jefferson Airplane. One of the autographs of all the the uh, kids who voiced the characters is that true i'
0: I have heard that it may well that you bring up something interesting. I have not really tracked along in 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 this space that much in terms of um uh, i I never went out and you know saw this as you know as something to pursue mm-hmm. autographs shows all that other stuff so there's, there's not much that that I think I've ever done. My company will s- still ask me to do things, and I just don't, haven't done it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, there's, you know, there would be times they asked, but they were probably going to, you know, the uh, the companies and asking them. They they weren't hunting me down. That's for sure. Yeah.
1: Because what what I had read was that Jefferson Airplane was recording. In the same, of course, you you said you had done your recordings at your house, but correct, they yeah. Were, but
0: there, but there were others that were in a studio. You're yeah, right,
1: and they said that next to. Where they were recording was Jefferson Airplane, and they wanted the autographs of all the kids. Now, why would they want that? What, why I wondered is, is why would they want a rec- uh, autograph of something that hasn't even come out, and they wouldn't know if it was going to be huge, you know?
0: I, I would, I would lean that same way. I, c- I can tell you that everybody involved in the project had no idea what it was going to be. There's yeah. no yeah. possibility that anyone thought it was going to blow up to be what it is. It was really going to be just a one-off um you know for you know, the the company i think that makes hostess or whatever uh for them to promote their products you know so it's sponsored by blah 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 mm-hmm. and and that's that was it it wasn't it, no one no one saw this coming yeah maybe that's the beauty of it so it it's hard to say that they that they would be asking for autographs right yeah
1: yeah well chris
0: I I really
1: want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us and also uh, on behalf of the millions of people who have watched this over and over and over I want to thank you for being part of such a great special that we watch every year It's
0: my pleasure and thank you for your time today
1: And a big shout out to Chris Durant for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. What a great guy. And uh, taking the time to talk to us about uh, such a great classic Christmas special, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. And love that every year. And uh, everybody seems to uh, just, just enjoy it so much. And uh, it's surprising that it's, it was a show that they really didn't think was going to make it. And uh, look at it now. It's the one that uh, everybody watches all the time. So. Uh, yeah, really appreciate it uh, Chris for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond well that's it that's our christmas special i told you we were going to have a good one and uh, chris came through and uh i had said that we were going to take a couple weeks off before uh, you know for the holidays and everything but uh, i got a couple more interviews to throw out at you we got uh, some more show uh, movies that are coming out and uh, I got uh, some people got in touch with me and said, "Hey, you know, you want to interview this person? Sure, why not?" So we got a couple more coming your way, and uh, stick around. Well, they'll be coming to you shortly, right here. So until next time, when we do once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <laughs>